McBlaney or whatever his name is, then the Republicans would have been fine with it. Yeah, Dylan Mulvaney. We're live, yeah. by the way. Okay. Will you go in and check the audio to make sure everything's... Mm-hmm. I can't check it super easy. Oops, I guess I should. I was watching Dan Vask's uh, live stream. Oh, it's still showing that. How do I get rid of that? Testing, testing, one, two, three. Yeah, it's good. Okay. It sounds low on my end, but I don't. Uh, don't forget, you're a standard moderator for this channel. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Now I should be able to send the link. Just commented right underneath. That's <laughs> that was perfect. perfect. Climate, that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Are you my long lost brother? <laughs> hey, Matt. How's it going? Hope you're doing well. Long time, no chat. I know, man. It's been too long. I know. I, um,. Work's just been crazy. It has, yeah. Uh, I was oh, in, oh. yeah, I was in Kentucky most of last week. Uh, it was kind of a whirlwind trip. Um, I was in, so we left like Wednesday afternoon, got to Kentucky at about 9, 9.30, pretty much went right to bed, and then the next two days were like 13 hour days because we we had to get up um go to the track um the first day was qualifiers or not qualifiers excuse me they something they call pre-running um which is essentially testing out the track with the side-by-sides um actually i wonder if i can find the link for this thing you happen wanted to put a picture on the video of anything? I know. I need to put something up there. Also, I don't know why. Oh, oh, yeah. It's all jacked up. Sorry, y'all. This is what happens when we take when we take a break. <laughs> Just a little. There we go. That part's fixed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hi, Jenna. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, so that was like a lot of day one. Uh, they were pre-running and testing uh, all the side-by-sides. There were 60 side-by-sides. Now, the, like these things are the size roughly... They're, they're, like, om- they're almost like compact cars, you know? If you look them up, I can pull up a picture. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The network. Um, but these are like... Modified racing. Oh, yeah. I've seen them before, though. I know. I know what you're talking about. Let me so, yeah, pull one up uh, anyway. So the, let me see. Oh, this thing is the ultra. I don't think they do that in old New Zealand. Ultra you know? four S X S X X. Ultra four. Ah, here we go. 
hey jenna better be nice tonight because i know i know who you are now so i'll use that i'll blackmail you you wait you know who it is yeah i know who jenna is so do we know them uh no we don't know them okay i had a feeling because that you were wondering about that down with the stooges and down with Wustotska. I think Jenna's a hacker. Jenna knew too much personal information about us. Somehow. <laughs> uh, I was trying to find some videos. Let's let's look at their media. Yeah, and I, I got four projects going on at one time right now, and it is just flying going. Do they not have? Oh, they have a YouTube. Here we go. I'll pull some of this up. Somebody was telling me one of my uh, buddy of mine that's in the same position as I am was like, this is the most stressed out I've ever been in my life. And I put my hand on their shoulder and I said, so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Don't worry. It gets worse tomorrow. Uh... Hey, you know, I'm glad uh, I have some love in the chat from Jenna. I mean, we love Joseph, Boomer, and Friend. The M is that an abbreviation for something? I'm a boomer, so I don't, you know, <laughs> I'm not capping and bussing for real, for real. Um, I was trying to find. They don't have anything updated from this most recent, unless they have their live from the other day. Oh, here we go. Uh, Ultra Four Raceline Wheel Rushing Anniversary Bash. Okay. Let me see if I can find the... I knew what you were saying with F-R-E-N, but the... Fran. Here we go. Yeah, I knew that. I can pop, I can pop this up. Right Nerd. So this is where I was, like, all, like, most of last week. This You're might... the one driving, right? Oh, no way, dude. Glad you're having a good day so far, Open the Nor. Open the Nor. What is that about? Did they not? Yeah, I'm ready to get back to freaking making some clips. I logged on to TikTok. What was it last week? Sometime. Yeah. And that was one of our videos. Like last time I looked at it, it had like twenty something thousand. I want to say, and it has almost over a hundred thousand views. I haven't been able to respond to anyone. So anyone who's on our social medias and everything, watching and commenting, we really appreciate it. We've just been, both have just been slammed. Typically, when either of us, whether if it's due to work or anything else, take time off, we typically still do a podcast episode with someone joining us. But we both have just been bowed up. Oh, yeah. Here's, oh, man. So this part, let me see if I can find... These guys, there was this massive incline, dude. I just, I had a shot of it a second ago. It's really hey, hard. Tyler, Tyler's in the chat now. Old hey, what's people. up, Tyler? Uh, let me see if I can find that uphill. got some good things to get into tonight too. oh wait here we go maybe oh yeah here we go here we go so this is like towards the beginning of it and then this they they come up around this thing and they go 
and I don't even know if this is going to do it justice. This climb right here that they're on, mm-hmm. when you're down low, dude, it's got to be a hundred feet up, and it looks it it that. it looks thirty five. It's like a thirty five degree angle, give or take. Daniel ignored us for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a lot of fun, man. Uh, this is a. These are the bigger side by side, so they're they're like they're almost in like they have different classes for this stuff, and there's numbers I think depending on whether you're like the type of side by side you're driving, and these are like a truck version. Like everybody kind of just like calls them trucks, um, and uh. They're like really heavy and like really really loud, um, so the stuff that that uh, that I was mostly getting um, for the guy that I uh, I work with, he uh, he drives something that's a little more nimble, just like a little bit lighter. Um, but yeah, it was like two days, like two days of this. So you work for Don Lemon, right? Oh yeah, for Don Lemon. Nah, man, that's pretty awesome. Man, I can't believe it's been three weeks. The first week was on me because I think of work, and then the well, second time was both of us, and then yeah. last week was you. Was me, yeah. Was it really three weeks? Well, one of them it was because I weeks. wanted to play Resident Evil. Yeah, that's true. So I don't honestly, I don't even well, yeah, remember. That's right, it wasn't because of me. Yeah. Yay. Um. But yeah, so that this is just kind of like where what I was doing. For and I'm going. I'm going to Montana next month. Ooh, which uh, which city? Uh, I can tell you. Do 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 do. Tyler's procrastinating his paper due this Thursday. Nice. Hey, screenshot this and let's send it to um, about also be like, hey, I don't know what. <laughs> But search and see what class he's in, just so the professor knows. Yeah, it's uh, Broadview, Montana. Oh, Broadview. Yeah, and then I'm I'm familiar with Lowview, Montana, but not Broadview. It's apparently it's like the middle of nowhere. Um, and then Oklahoma in June, and then I'm not going to the uh Pottsville. Uh, Pennsylvania, or wait, I wouldn't go there either. PA, is that Pennsylvania? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, and then Crandon, I think that's Wyoming, and then Oklahoma, and then Arizona. Hey, dude, just take one. a five and a half hour drive, and you can come see me. Oh, jeez, I, I, dude, I didn't have time to do. I wanted to go check a couple stores to see if I could find some uh, Buffalo Trace. I had like no time. It was like morning to night. Uh, Dang it! You know, if plus, I would have uh, taken that job in Billings, I could come see you because it's not that far away from me. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the things I've I learned is apparently Kentucky is one of the hardest places to find. Kentucky bourbon, which is really weird. That is kind of weird. <laughs> Sends it to Doctor Hacker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, you can see right there that drop off. It's like, oh man, it's wild. Um, Send it to Doctor Crowley. He's retired. 
<laughs> so Joseph, what have you been up to? What have you been uh have you been watching anything? Um I we're kind of doing a, a catch up stream uh and this will be good because you can take some of this stuff and cut it up into clips or whatever. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, no, I have actually been watching quite a few things. We're going to talk about Mario next week, so I won't get into that. Yes. But, um, you know, I've been reading a few articles, some interesting Lord of the Rings news out, some interesting Netflix news out. Um, but I've been watching, I've seen, what, the first three or four episodes um, of this stupid show called Night Action by Netflix. Oh. Uh, I don't yeah, I, I mean, it's not as bad as Lord of the Rings. I say that to say there's just like... It's 10 episodes long, and that's 10 episodes too long. I'm in the third episode, no, fourth episode now, and I'm like, I don't really think I want to finish this because they spend, with the, the issue they have, they're a multitude. I wouldn't necessarily say pacing being one of them. Uh, I don't think it's editing. Uh, what it is is the writing and going, like, needless character development, you know what I mean? Like, in backgrounds and it's just too in-depth on characters that don't really matter. It's like, I really don't care. Like they, they try to make, um, I'm going to spoil it. So oh, I don't, I have, don't even know what you're honest. I don't have, I canceled Netflix like a while ago. Yeah. Um, cause there's nothing on it. I really care to watch right now. Yeah. Well, I completely understand. But so in the night action, it's a, basically I'll give you a synopsis real fast. It's about a former FBI agent or I say current FBI agent that also works in the White House and he has like he has a dual role and he answers uh, he works this one phone line and if it rings um, then that means that there's a I mean some kind of special agent that's in trouble yeah and that's what they call it night action and again haven't gotten too far into it but anyway he the phone ends up ringing ends up being a girl her aunt and uncle end up being spies or agents for the cia or whoever huh. and uh he has to come and rescue her because uh and help her because her aunt and uncle were just murdered and she happened to see one of the assailants or assailants freaking uh one of the assassins faces and so ends up being that basically there's someone in the White House that can't be trusted that's, you know, in on all of it. So uh, it's basically that's kind of the gist of it. But, man, dude, like we get the background for the assassins and like two, I mean, I understand maybe having a little bit, but devoting too much time to them to where it's like I really don't give a crap that they want to own a house and like try and take the sympathetic angle with them. Maybe it's just the sympathetic angle they're taking is just bad. But then you kind of get a background on what is it the the vice president's daughter? I want to say, <laughs> and like she, of course she's an artist that's an activist and it's all about getting you know coming to your, your own power and and revolting against the system or whatnot. Uh, and then what else? There's a few more. And it's just needless. And then the acting is kind of like, like there'll be one person that's a good actor and then another person in the same scene that's not quite up to the same speed. So it makes just both of them look bad and off. Like there's no chemistry, no development. It's just, 
it's just awkward because it seems a lot of the acting seems forced. Uh, there are some good action sequences in it. I think the overall story of trying to figure out, you know, is basically kind of, you could probably call it an action murder mystery. Yeah. be the genre. Okay. And so there's oh. some interesting parts to it, but overall, man, if I could get that time back, I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, let's see. So Jenna finally saw Prisoners. Um, I don't know if you've seen that, Joseph, but it's excellent. Mm. Um, with, uh, Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. Jake, I got to interrupt you. Oh, you're good. <laughs> the worst thing about it is they're trying to paint the FBI and others in a friendly light, which I found hilarious. Oh, they do that in like everything now. Yeah. <laughs> even in <laughs> even in um the one with Chris Pratt that we watched, the term Terminal List. Yes. Uh, there's like you know it's like oh the CIA CIA sucks except for this guy or like. Oh, you know, the FBI's not that bad, but the CIA sucks, except for, like, maybe a couple of them. And it's just, like, it's so weird, dude. I've, I've never really liked the way that uh, Hollywood portrays a lot of those agencies. Yeah, and then they go after conspiracy theorists in them, and, of course, it's it's basically, at least from my view, a, you know, shot at QAnon, so to say, in there. Yeah. And so there's definitely some kind of cringe stuff that's in there to where it's this you could tell what kind of person wrote this yeah everything yeah it, everyone is a girl boss uh everyone yeah, is yeah, a girl yeah, boss yeah. in this and it's just like oh brother. I, I yeah that that term it really sucks because i i hate that a, a show like arcane could be lumped in with the whole like girl boss motif just because so when I they're say girl sh- boss, I mean, like a Mary Sue. Oh, okay. Well, it's not. And like, yeah, Mary Sue slash like, yeah, girl boss in the traditional. Yeah, I would life. say those are separate categories, though. Yeah. Define girl boss then. So to me, a girl boss is is a character that is specifically written to be the kind of like cringy. I th- I don't think they're. They can't ex- exist together, mm-hmm. but a, a Mary Sue is typically a term, and I don't even think a Mary Sue is specifically for women. I think that no, has right. I think that's always been a term for a character that literally has no flaws. Yeah, I call him. And man. I would say a girl boss is a character is is something that in modern times is that I don't need no man. I can become a strong, independent woman uh, plot line, you know? So you have... Because, I mean, literally, there was a show on Netflix called Girl Boss that's about this very, in, like, intelligent girl who is uh, down on her luck, and I don't even remember why. It, um, but she then, like, figures out her thing and becomes this, like, very famous... Uh, clothing designer or something like that, you know, and that was that was when that term I think really started to blow up. Uh, but yeah, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think that you can have one without the other, or it can be both. Um, where it's like you just meet this character, and they're like, "Man, I really wish I was this," and then everything works out for them for that to become the case. Um, yeah. Whereas with like Ray, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily consider Ray 
a girl boss. I, I think people might yeah. argue for that, but she is just sort of your classic Mary Sue where the you know, the worst thing she has going for her is that she lives on this desert planet, but she always seems to have food, you know, like she kind of gets sort of treated badly, but the minute she, you know, finds out she is essentially the chosen one, everything works out in her favor. And she, you know, we don't get to see sort of any kind of, like, any real downfall with her, yeah. She hardly struggles um, and just completely overcomes everything and everyone loves her. And that's sort of that. So that's what I'm saying is, like, I don't think they're mutually exclusive, but I don't think they are the exact same thing. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. And that's why... There's definitely quite a few in this. And the main... Go ahead. I was going to say, just going back to Arcane, I think that's why... It bugs me because that they could easily fall into the conversation as being girl bosses. Um, specifically, uh, oh shoot, the names are slipping my mind. The two sisters, Vi and um, Jinx. Jinx. Uh, even though that's not the yeah, case, it, it's I mean, it's not the case because like, well, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm I, I would too. I'm just saying I that. Think, I think you're right. There's probably some dweeb out let there. Let me. That would say yeah. That. Let me put it this way. I I could see that being something that someone on TikTok would make a video about. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm getting at. It's it's that mentality where it's there's not very there there's not a lot of nuance to being like, well, you know, Jinx is actually a very flawed, damaged individual uh who has a pretty great uh character arc in the first yep. season. And so does her sister. And in fact, we've talked about it in the past, but like a majority of the cast, they all kind of fall into that to, to one degree or another. Um, they have their strengths and their weaknesses, and it's interesting to see all of these characters living in this world together and how each of them are surviving. And you know, it just so happens that some of them are women who are strong, and some of them are men who are also strong, and all of them are flawed in different ways. Yeah, you don't really have anybody in the show that is your, you know, your Ray character or someone who they have specifically put into the show for whatever reason, right? Right. And it's one of the reasons. Kind of, yeah. To just self-insert almost, if you will. and Yeah, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> and uh, in, this, in this show, Night Action, the main female protagonist, because the FBI agent, Samel, and then the woman that he's helping... Uh, well, obviously she's a woman, but uh, she used to have some kind of tech startup, I want to say. I can't remember now, but it, it's kind of funny because I will say this for the show in their defense. There's this one moment where they're going to the car and he's like, I'm driving and she has the keys and she's like, why? Because you're a man. He said, no, because I'm trained. You know, he goes into this. I'm specifically trained in evasive maneuvers and this and this and this and that. And she's like, oh, yeah. And then oh, so I will. I will I will give him that, yeah. you know, I'll give him that. But then there's some other, a lot of contrivances, a lot of things that happen that just are too simplistic to come up with. Um, then there's some other points too that are good. But I think like when instead of spending a night in the cabin, they, you know, sleep up top, um, you know, in case any assassins come to get them. And, but there's, 
many moments where she's kind of telling the FBI agent what to do and arguing back and forth. And it's to, to me, it would be more so he would be taking the lead in this and vice versa. If it was a a female FBI agent versus a man that needed rescue, right? It's just because they're specifically trained in that. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, why would you take this random person's advice? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's things like that, but well, I mean, I would say it's, I would say it's bad. That movie, there was a movie that came out not too long ago with Ryan Reynolds and Captain America and oh, yeah. Anna, Anna de Armas, I think, was in it as well, which, you know, whatever movie she's in, that's fine. Um, but they, she, they keep putting her in those, like, girl boss character <laughs> moments, and it's really annoying because, and I'm going to spoil the movie, I can't remember, maybe maybe the, the troll room knows. Was it, no, it wasn't, it wasn't Ryan Gosling, it was... Uh, Ryan Reynolds? Did I say Ryan Gosling? I meant Ryan Reynolds. Um, no, I think you said R- Ryan Reynolds. I heard that. Okay, I you know how it is. Um, what is it? Does someone know the name of that movie? I'm I, I don't really want to look it up. It had it was just like a really dumb. Was it the Gray Man? The Gray Man, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, did we talk about this? I, I can't yeah, remember we if we did. talked we about this movie. It. Okay, I, dude, what a forgettable movie. Um, dude, I saw this trailer, some movie coming out, and it was like, uh, it was something with the Russo Bros, and it was like the directors of Captain America Civil War, and then it said the Gray Man. I was like, no, yeah, no, no, it, take that one off. <laughs> I would not. I would. I would feel embarrassed to let people know that I made that movie. Um, that was Ryan Gosling. It was Ryan Gosling in that. Yeah, it was. It was Ryan Gosling. Okay, that was such a bad movie, dude. This is what I'm saying. It's like so forgettable. I couldn't. I couldn't. Couldn't remember what a dude. What a waste of a cast. No, man. what a waste of a cast. But the I'm gonna spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. So if you don't want to know what happens, tune out for the next like couple of minutes. But you know, um. Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling are having a big fight at the end, right? And this is your, excuse me. Uh, this was is like your typical action, you know, macho kind of guy movie. Right. And Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling's about to win, and then Ana de Armas shows up out of nowhere and just shoots uh, Chris Evans. And like completely deflates that entire thing. And the movies are the movie's already not that good. But then for some reason they're just like, well, let's have her come in and shoot the the villain. Completely deflate the motivations of our main character and like pull the rug from out out from underneath him just so the girl boss can triumph, essentially. Um and I was just like, I just dude, that movie was <laughs> Yeah, laughable, none the least. And what else have I? What else have I watched? You were talking about how you watch Prisoners. Um, no, that well, Jenna had watched. Jenna Prisoners. has seen Prisoners, which is excellent. It's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, um, and I always do. I, I always tell people it's Jake Gyllenhaal, Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's uh, yeah, uh, it, it's it's excellent. I think for sort of a mystery thriller. It's pretty high up there. I think the acting's excellent in it. 
it really grips you to like the last minute of the movie. I mean, it just keeps you keeps you going. And there's a lot of really uh yeah, I agree, Jenna. Like, yeah, I would prisoners for me. Now I need to go back and watch it. But after a first viewing, I would tell you it's it's probably a nine out of ten. Um very, very good. Very well made. Um Hugh Jackman, that's right. Uh today ratings or all time? Uh I would say all time. I think it is a phenomenally well made movie. Um, it was kind of like the prestige for me. I really, really yeah. enjoyed. Prestige. Oh man, I need to go back and watch that again. It's been a while. Um, I did watch uh, Puss in Boots. I still the need first to watch one. the first one. I thought you saw no. I saw the Last Wish, <laughs> Wish first, and I was like, man, the Last Wish. Oh, by the way, that was really, your... really good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it, and then I was like, let me go watch the first one. Whoops. Yeah, they're not. Um, oh, so Prisoners was directed by Denis Villeneuve, who's the guy that's doing Dune. Oh, yeah, nice. That's probably why it was good. Um, and his... Let's see. He's a, he's becoming one of my favorite directors. Mm, and then Ro- Roger Dinkins was his director of uh of photography and he's the guy who did he does he did the DP for 1917 um the most recent Blade Runner which isn't that great of a movie but the cinematography's really good in it like it looks really good it's just the script is kind of meh. <laughs> it's it's a little too long too um but yeah, uh, highly recommend Prisoners if you guys haven't seen it. Um, and I want to see Last Wish. I'm not going to watch the first one because I don't care. Um, I heard it's not that great. Um, I but, enjoyed the first one. It wasn't as good as the the Last Wish, but it was fun, fine. You know, I would say it was it's better than anything Marvel's put out, which I know that's not a high standard. Uh, but in all seriousness, where would I put it? I mean. I'd probably put it in the middle of the road for, you know, probably probably give it a five and a half. Yeah. I'm sure it's yeah. better than a lot of the stuff that's been coming out recently. Oh, far and yeah. away. Uh, I finally watched Top Gun. Uh, uh, what do you think? Um, I think it is a very good movie. Um, I, I don't think that it is you know breaking any sort of like ceilings for like cinema as a whole yeah it's very safe um Uh and i think the third act is kind of weak well i'll say the second part of the third act you probably know what i'm talking about but there's a very specific thing that happens in the third act that kind of messes with the pacing like i i understand why they did it um but i think everything up until that i was very engaged um, I am a big fan of the original Top Gun for all of the nostalgic reasons. Um, I still think Tom Cruise is like a Hollywood actor. He is, you know, from a bygone era to some degree. There aren't yeah. uh, there aren't a lot of actors like Tom Cruise left in the world. And uh, honestly, it was just kind of nice to see something like that on the big screen that 
you know, I don't think it was its intention, right? But it, it's nice that there wasn't really an agenda there. It's like their their characters weren't one upping each other just because the writers felt the need to make like someone better than someone else based on some arbitrary uh thing or ideology or you know what I you know what I mean? Like a characteristic, yeah. Um it's it's solid. I think it's it's solid. I I I, I wouldn't say it's like the the best thing since sliced bread. I think that sometimes uh, the hype on a lot of this stuff goes a little too beyond, and people are because I, I I think it was who what it, was Matthew the one that that said that he was asking me if it's a I would say it's from the perspective of like what we've gotten in the last ten years, it probably got a bump from a lot of people because it's just like a n- kind of normal movie, like something you would expect from this where there's not a whole lot of ideological stuff that gets sewn into it. And I think that's one of the reasons why at least kind of in our world a lot of people were pray like giving it a little extra praise, but then I think a lot yeah. of audiences they were just excited to go see something that was kind of different, a little bit of that uh you know, that little bit of that nostalgia involved of like a time gone by, yeah. which is funny because it's actually one of the themes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, is it that is. it's a bygone era. Uh, for these guys, and it's not preachy. Yeah, you know, it's not. Yeah. There's no activism is trying to push, hey, push on you. Hey, Zach. There's no activism is trying to push on you. There's, you know, no kind of political ideology. It's, it's not. It's just trying to tell a story. Yeah, and, and you have some characters, and you know, it's intense. Solid C plus movie. Yeah, I, I love, um, a lot of the way the movie sort of gets you to the point where um like the guy that's over um Maverick realizes oh he's the one that needs to lead this mission. Yep. Um I love this this the the elements of the movie of like Maverick kind of literally learning how to be a fa- father figure cuz he's now responsible for what are essentially like kids. Like, they're all grown adults, obviously, but, like, he is so much more aware of life, and he's been through so much, and he doesn't want them to make the same mistakes, Um, and and it's interesting that he, they they went with him still sort of being haunted by what happened with Goose in the original movie, Um, which I still think works, because it's something that's, like, when you lose your best friend in an incident like that, even, what, like, 30 years later, you're still reminded of those things. Yeah, it's gonna Um, stick with you. Yeah. Um, so other than I would say that last part of the third act that really falls into kind of like schlocky action territory, I think it's a solid movie. Um, it didn't feel like a long movie at all. Um, I was pretty much gripped through the entire thing, even that last part. Um, and I yeah. know why they did it, because they wanted to give him and Miles Teller sort of that that moment together, which is really hard to do in a movie about fighter jets. Right. You know? Um, and so it's cool. It's like it, it, it reminded me a little bit of like, Star Wars, you know, and they're like going through the uh, the mount, like the the valley of this area, and they had to stay off the radar and everything. Uh, I, I think that the the people who were making that movie really knew what they were doing, and they knew how to how to push very specific buttons. Um, yeah, and I, I just I really appreciated that. Um, and visually, it's it's, it's great. great yeah, sound. dude. Yeah, Man. the music's really good. Um, the performances are all good. It, it's a little weird. It's like they have this pretty big roster of pilots that get brought into this program, but only like, and it's fine, right? Like you can't have this, like all these people brought in and then, 
give all of them character in like two hours. It's just not really going to work very well. But there are a lot of them that are just kind of standing around in the background. They don't do anything for most of the movie. And then you have, you know, your very specific characters that they uh, they spend the time with, which I guess it's probably the best way to do that. Um, I was just sort of like, yeah, I keep I kept forgetting that they had, you know, like 12 people and maybe about five of them actually have roles in the movie. Um, yeah. But it, yeah, I I, I liked it. It's not the best movie from last year. Uh, there's definitely some movies I like better, uh, but it's also a lot better than Black Panther. So, and some other movies we saw last year. Yeah. Oh, oh I can't man. Black Panther was last year. Yeah, You're right. Panther it was like was November. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah. I I still think it was this year for whatever reason. I don't. Boy. Have I seen a Marvel movie this year? Is Ant-Man the only one that's come out this year so far? Guardians yeah, is in a couple so. weeks. I am going to go see Guardians. I, uh, I plan on it, too. We can review it then. Yeah. Uh, I like the Banshees of Inisherin better than it. Um, everything, everywhere, all at once, obviously. Yeah. I like the menu better than it. Puss in Boots, RRR. Ooh, let's see. Um, oh, man. What's the uh, All Quiet on the Western Front? Oh, of course. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there. I mean, there's always a solid handful of movies. I think that you can that are still coming out where you can point to and be like, "This is the kind of stuff that we want more of." Please do more of this. Um, and it does sort of maybe seem like maybe there's a little bit of hope that we're gonna start moving back towards that. Maybe just yep. a little bit. Hopefully, this Mario movie will. Uh, Mario, I like that. Yeah. We'll we'll see what we get with Guardians Three. Because yeah, right. um, I, I don't know. I, I think that one might sort of just be on its own to a degree. Like, yeah. I don't think we can necessarily take it as a um indication. In yeah, like, well, ha- an indication of how, like, Marvel's health. Because oh, yeah. Guardians has a built-in audience that they're going to go see it because it's a Guardians movie. It's not because it's a Marvel movie. Um, and I'm wondering if we are actually going to move a little bit more towards that now where mm-hmm. people are just like, well, I want to go see this because it's, I like this thing, right? That's why people saw Iron Man movies. That's why they saw Captain America movies. Um, I think the whole reason why Black Panther 2 did as well as it did was only because people wanted to see how they were going to continue the story with uh, Chadwick Boseman's death. So Yeah, and it still I- wasn't great. No, it's. I mean, it like did, for, it did eight hundred and thirty-eight million, but I mean, I mean, that's. I think you could probably say the budget was around five to six hundred, so at least it was profitable. But it's not what they. You and I both know that's not what they're hoping no, for. No, that other movie, the first movie, did like one over a billion. billion yeah, I want to say over a billion, yeah, or more. Um, so, and then you're so just seeing deep drop off. You're seeing the decline. Um, yeah. So, uh, the other movie that I saw. We'll see. I'm kind of curious how the troll room's going to feel about this. I so I saw John Wick four a couple weeks ago, um, and I think it is a very long action movie. (laughs) 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 I'm not. I'm going to try to be fair to it. Um, I I think it's fine. Um, I thought a lot of the action was really good. The cinematography might be the best in the series. I still think the first movie is the best. Um, I don't think there is an argument at... 
I don't think an argument exists, uh, an honest argument exists to say that there is a better overall movie than the first one. Yeah. Um, but four does a lot of stuff right. And if you don't care about plot in your action movies, <laughs> you'll probably really like it. Um, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, it, 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 there's a lot that it does really well, um, but it dives into humor quite a bit. And I have to admit, I found it a little off-putting. Not always. I, and sometimes the humor landed for me because it's it's kind of dark humor. Yeah, and I I'm gonna say like slight. Take it back, Daniel. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say slight spoilers because I'm going Spoiler. to I'm gonna I don't want to talk too much about it because okay. uh, it's still a little too fresh. But there is a specific scene in the movie, and I won't say when this happens, where John Wick is fighting up a staircase, right? And right. we'll just say that there is a reason, a plot point in the movie, for him needing to be at a certain place within a time limit. And he's almost there. <laughs> just cracking me up. Um, he's almost there, and he has to get up this very large staircase. And the movie makes it very apparent like how large the staircase is, right? Well, he fights his way How to the... How many flights was it? Oh, dude, it, I mean, over 100 stairs. <laughs> like, very big, like, very big, exaggerated staircase. I think it's a real staircase in Paris. Um, And he has to get all the way to the top, right? Well, right. he makes it, and he, you know, he's killing a bunch of people along the way, doing his thing. And then he gets stopped by one of the main villains... The main villain, like, punches him or does something to him. Joseph, he rolls back down every single flight of stairs to the very bottom. And I was just, I I leaned over to Justin, Momo Gators, who was with me, and I went, was that supposed to be funny? I was like, is this, like... I was like, I'm sort of confused currently about the tone of this movie. Um, and I'm going to get to the good stuff, because there is good stuff. Don't worry, Troll Room. I have good things to say. Um, there, there's Did only... you think that the uh, um, the main villain was a man boss? Not really. I, I thought he was all right. Um, he he, he worked he for the most weak? part. Well, he just he does some like weird... The one, one of the things I always dislike about villains is when they do stuff that, in my mind, the minions wouldn't put up with. They always make minions of all types out to be sort of just blank slates that really only exist to do the bidding of the main villain. And then yeah, you'll have do everything they yeah. ask without question. Yeah, okay, and then he he'll like kill one of them in front of them, and you're like, well, this has to be something he does regularly. And at some point, you would think a, enough of them would be like, you know what, we don't like this. Let's get rid of him because there's only one of them, and it would only take a few of them to take him out. And that's probably not how it is in real life. I mean, I don't know, 
But I would imagine, like, it's, it's kind of funny. I was, we were watching, I think it was actually night action. Yeah, so night action to the trope to where, you know how they'll have the person call, and it's like, trace the phone, and it's like, you got to keep them on the line for one minute and 34.4 yeah. seconds, and then we can get it. And it's like, that's not how it works. It's instant. They instantly know where you're at. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's all sorts of uh, those things that still don't, don't work that well. Um, and then... The only other scene, and I there was one scene I legitimately laughed out loud because of how stupid it was. Um, so he, John Wick is borderline invincible in this. You know, he just keeps going. Um, but isn't that kind of the the deal in all the movies? No, that is, is something it more that, exaggerated in this. It gets more exaggerated as the series goes on. Um, I and originally it was like he was so good at his job, but then they just they basically introduced like bulletproof suits. And he's, like, putting the jacket of his suit up to his face or whatever to, like, block bullets, you know? So they're doing all this stuff. And it's not... I, I don't I don't think the idea is bad. It gets you so much, though, that after a while you're like, geez, this guy is just pretty dang lucky, you know? It, it goes from skill to being, like, he's pretty lucky that he's still alive at this point. Yep. Um, but there's a scene... A lot of plot... Yeah, and Armor. it's it's really funny because it actually follows up what I think is one of the best film scenes in the movie. There's two really good, really, really, really good action set pieces. Um, one of them's whoops, one of them's at the very beginning, and then there's one where they use this uh, dragon's breath shotgun ammo. So it's basically hey, like, huh? If you're in the troll room, be sure to like the video. Go ahead, David. Um, and it, yes, Joseph's correct. Um. But they're they're so what happens is is that like he go you know he he gets into this one building, and that uh oh there's a oh Joseph I forgot to tell you let me let me tell you this before I talk about this scene there's a, okay. a warriors homage in the movie. Oh really? Yeah. So you know that's the, pretty cool. Yeah. So John Wick gets to Paris, and there there's like a massive bounty on his head, and there, a woman comes over a microphone. And does this the sort of similar monologue that happens in the Warriors, and all of the gangs in Paris are like putting their stuff together. They're literally playing the same song that's played at that moment in the Warriors in John Wick. And I'm sitting uh, there, and I I promise you, I was probably the only person in the theater that knew that what that was. There might have been like you know, because the Warriors is somewhat well known, but I don't know with like your general audience that everyone's going to pick up on that. Well, right. one of the things that uh, the one of the gangs has is this these, these like dragon's breath rounds. It's like a shotgun, and it basically catches you on fire when it hits you. Um, and so there's a scene where he goes into like an apartment building, and he's on a specific floor, and they take a crane with the camera, and it, it's clearly a set, but it's really cool the way they did it. So it's like a top down view, so you can see everyone running around in the different parts of the apartment. And he's like hiding behind stuff, and people are shooting the dragon's breath, and it just pops on the screen, uh, and it's it's beautiful. Like it's so. I'm telling you, man. If if the if this movie does one thing right, it's the way that they decided to film it. Like the cinematography um, is top tier, uh, which isn't everything as we talk about, but it is something in this that it is like a step up from a lot of stuff that I've seen. Um, yeah, I kind of just. I, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. It's not everything, but there's. When you can, when I can watch the Batman, or I can watch 
All Quiet on the Western Front or the Banshees of Inishirin with no sound just because of the cinematography. I mean, that's that's high level. You know, yeah. that speaks volumes yeah. to the movie or the TV show. It, in my opinion, I mean, there's just there's just something beautiful about it. You know, that cliche, you know, that uh, the setting is his own character. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah due to the cinematography. Mm-hmm. And I, I but think... yeah, I mean, it definitely isn't everything. I mean, we know like if the story's crap, it's gonna you know kind of make the cinematography suffer, even though it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that this movie. One of the reasons I think it kept me, because the action is really good. A lot of it, a lot of the stuff's really well choreographed and it's well edited. Because like, let's be real, Keanu Reeves is getting a little old. <laughs> um, and there's a couple scenes where you can tell that the um the stuntmen are being a little more careful. Uh, like they'll oh, pause. Yeah, okay. There's enough of a pause there where you realize like, oh, they're waiting for him to react. You know. Yep. Um. But for the most part, it's it's very few and far between, and I think the length of the movie is something that hurts it the most, because you really do start to kind of pick up on some of the uh, weaknesses in it uh, as the movie goes on. Do you um, think it kind of like overstays its welcome? Yeah, I do. I think I think it's uh, I, I they could have split it into two movies. In fact, I am I think they were originally planning on doing that, um, and then. I don't know if like something happened or whatever, but I think they smushed it into two movies. Ah. Because the first act in in the movie feels like the end of a movie. Like the final confrontation that would lead uh. into another movie. Um, there's a couple plot points that are left open in this too. Um, small stuff where characters don't get f- like finished arcs for certain things. Um, and I don't, they're, they're planning on like spinning this thing off into a bunch of different franchises. I don't, honestly, I don't know how well that's going to do. I don't, I don't know if there's enough people that are going to be that interested to see this stuff. I know some people are, I, and I could be wrong. I'm, you know how it is. I'm fine with being wrong about stuff. There's just a couple of them in there where you're like, why is this what you decided to do? That's um, not true. You yell at me when you're wrong, when we off the uh, oh, podcast. Yeah, I know. I'm, abu- I'm abusive. <laughs> uh, possible. Okay, a lot of people are like, "This is going to be the last John Wick movie." I think it made too much money. Yep. I think that they'll give they'll give it a break, and I think there'll at least be one more. It's um, got to be. They got to close it out with his death, <laughs> his, his, well. and then his dog comes back to revenge him. Yeah. Um. But oh, I you know I I think it was it was pretty good and I think there are some good performances in it and um it's just it's kind of bloated and the story probably hasn't been good since the first one I I don't think anyone would really truly argue that with me uh and I think it gets a little more absurd oh I didn't tell you so the other thing that happens is after the big like dragon's breath fight right, right. um he has to escape these people mind you he's in a third story building like he's on the third story. He jumps out of a window without any sort of uh, no like knowledge of what's underneath him. Falls three stories, hits his face on like a moving van, and just gets up and walks away. And I he hit the the moving van, and I laughed out loud. 
like just bursted out into laughter in the theater. That's too good. <laughs> Cuz I I was like, oh, "Okay." I was like, "All right, guys. It's like please stop." And when I tell you that like there's a lot of other stuff that is still absurd that happens to him before all that specific scene. Like that scene isn't an isolated thing. There's a lot of moments in it where you're like, "My goodness, y'all." It's like, "Did you not think for a second that maybe you should like just tone back some of the damage that John is taking in this movie. <laughs> like, like he's supposed to be this this great, like, assassin. And now he's basically just invincible beyond... It's not just, like, a bullet thing. It's, like, he just can't physically take damage. <laughs> just beyond um, reason. It's just too absurd. Yeah, and we it did, messes I, with it a little, I think. I did watch uh, the movie 65. I think I was telling you about that. And I just want to apologize to Adam Driver that he was in that movie. <laughs> uh, I heard about it. I haven't seen it yet, but I, EFAP did a little like mini review of it. Uh, and it, yeah, it sounded pretty bad. <laughs> Dude, that's some time I can't get back. I mean, oh, I think no. that's probably worse than, oh man, that's probably worse than night action. Yeah. I mean, there's, well, it's not I as mean, long though, right? Yeah, that's TV true. No, I would I would say Night Action's worse. Actually, sixty five is better than Night Action for sure. Um, but man, I just remember sitting there and be like, "Oh man, I can't believe I'm watching this right now." <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna push through it though. And then we then I watched um, uh, Avatar: The Way of the Water. Didn't finish that. Uh, no <laughs> way. I got like you got curious, and then you're movie. like, no. <laughs> I got a quarter way through that movie or more, and I was like, "Bump this! I already know what's gonna happen. I'm good. <laughs> I am not gonna waste another freaking two and a half hours because James Cameron can't tell a story that's shorter than three hours." Well, get ready, man, because we're probably gonna get a lot more Avatar because it did so well. Yeah, I mean, it does good numbers. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna watch him. I. But I, it's I just, just I just don't care to watch it. Yeah, me you know? either. It's fine if other people enjoy it. Hey, great. You know, I just don't want to get that Avatar depression. You know, that yeah, what yeah, is it, yeah, Pandora yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um. I was and then the... Lord of the Rings released. Yeah, Return uh, of the King, right? I want to see. Yeah, and it did. It did like seventeen million dollars. It grossed more than uh, the movie Air. I think it has Ben Affleck or something in it, and then some other movies. Renfield. As well. I was looking yeah. on our Discord. Yeah. I was dying. Um, um what do you think about the stuff going on with like Lilo and Stitch? This like live uh, action stuff where everyone's upset that a Hawaiian uh, a a woman who is Hawaiian is playing a Hawaiian character <laughs> because she doesn't look if we're honest she, she's dark not, skinned enough. She's not dark skinned enough, but she's she's from there. Yes, yes. And we're not, you know, I mean, we're not talking about <laughs> Elon Musk playing an African kind of Yeah, level. Th- Tom it's Cruise just... isn't isn't playing this character like uh uh shoot, what's her what's her name? Uh It's not like they cast yeah. Elon Musk to play Nelson Mandela, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, right. The, she, so ethically, this is a ethically Hawaiian, it's correct. Ethically, yep, all it, everything. It's just that she has a bit of lighter skin than what one would think um, a Hawaiian would typically have. That um, uh, Matt is saying that that photo is overexposed as well. Do you know what her name is? 
I do not. Let me see if they have a. I appreciate that, Matt. Sydney. I just thought it was funny, Ag- like people Agudo. were uh, right, telling on up. themselves. I'll look her up. Like kind of like that little bit of a racism, r- racism. Col- in I, you could probably. I know this is gonna be controversial, I guess, but like it's more like colorism. Yes. Where it's like, she, ethnically, she is correct, but she's not the right shade. Yeah, uh, which gets into more of that than it does. Well, it depends that's on prejudice. who we're talking about, right? Like there, yeah, there's. Yeah. It's a. We'll say it's a mix, right? I feel like that's fair. Um, well, and she's not the only one. You know, Netflix is getting sued by Egypt. I want to say uh, for uh, uh, a history. I was gonna say a history place <laughs> for uh, casting Cleopatra, who was either Greek, more than likely, or Egyptian, um, and casting a black actress to play her. Yeah, uh, and it's apparent the director too has been kind of going after Egyptians, and it's weird because if this was any other, you know, minority group, I say minority group based off of America. Uh, this wouldn't be happening, you know, be quite the, quite the opposite. Uh, so it's, it's, it's interesting how, you know, all these, Oh, Egypt did too. Typically with Netflix and this director said, we're just trying to be as accurate as possible. And I'm like, but you're not. Yeah. It's like Lord of the Rings. We're just trying to be as accurate as possible, but you're not stop gaslighting. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. If you want to, if you want to tell a story about a, um, you know, a, very reputable or amazing African woman or African man or what have you, you can do that. I just don't understand the need to, it has to be Cleopatra or it has to be, you know what I mean? Like tell your story. Like no one gives a crap about that. It's you and I both know it's just so to garner attention, you know, it's a marketing strategy. I think at this point to, well, if we can do this, then we can get people to potentially hate watch. Yeah. You know, yeah. and just kind of, it's more about that kind of like that WWE mentality during the attitude area era of trying to get someone to feel either extreme love or extreme hate. Yeah. So they tune um, in either way. Yeah. They, um, so Sydney Agudong, um, they definitely overexpose her in a lot of photos to make her look whiter than she actually is. Like she's not, she's, oh, she's got a tan ish look to her, but yeah, I mean, she's not original nani like this the, like her skin tone is not the same she is a little lighter skinned but oh my gosh dude like when we're at the point where like that's what people are arguing about online we've lost the context i mean it's like people what we should be arguing about how terrible these live action movies are and how they need to stop yeah they, the movies suck like let, listen we could deal with a lot of that like the inaccuracies in those things but the movies suck like, it's like they're let's doing get, these things yeah. and the movie sucks. Yeah, exactly. It's like at least do the things and make the movie good. And that and you know, then people it, it's so it it really is and it won't change a whole lot, I don't think, with like online discourse, but it really does show the hypocrisy in people who are like, Why are you look, why are people and I don't care about the Little Mermaid thing, to be honest. I don't care what Disney does at this point. I don't I'm not right. gonna watch these movies because they have continually sucked over the years. Um, but it shows the hypocrisy in people who were pissed that pe- other people were upset about the Little Mermaid thing. But then it, that group, that group, and I'm putting them into kind of like a, a group, <laughs> yep. they are now upset about someone who is ethnically from Hawaii 
that doesn't look exactly like the character from the movie. And you're like, can we even have the conversation about like, okay, so it's like, when, why is one okay and one isn't? Or like, it, none of it makes sense because it's it's all just, we're talking about this now, that disappears and it's like it doesn't exist anymore and we've moved on to the next thing in our new vacuum that we've created to specifically talk about this one thing and you can't bring in other examples because that's whataboutism or, you know, pick your poison right. when it comes to that. You just sound racist to me. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it is, right? You you can't even... Yeah. Yeah. You're just a bigot, man. <laughs> I've, I've known it, man. I don't know. It's I've like, known it all along, David. Well, it's why... And I, I know it's like a... It's probably too mean to say this, but like, y'all go outside and meet some real people. You know? Go... go do something every once in a while and like get off the internet from time to time. <laughs> it's yeah, a great find something that actually yeah. matters. I mean, I definitely understand if you want to have a conversation, it's not even so much bringing up the conversation. It's how it's gone about. It's the assumptions, it's, <laughs> you know, automatically thinking you're right in your own eyes, all of that. So what's up, pop culture mechanic. What's up, pop. Um, yeah. And, the, you know, I think that's the that's the issue, as we like to call it. Uh, you know, we get TikTok screechers that instead of actually wanting to, hey, what what did you mean by this? They automatically assume the worst about you, and they automatically go to um, calling you an ist or a phobe, and, yeah. and and it can't happen on both sides. I see it more so happen one way than the other. Here it is. Um, this was the you other. know I can actually hold a conversation, generally speaking, with someone who is on the right um, view, but then with uh I, and when i say that i mean people who appear that way online i'm not talking about people i know personally right uh but man like there's so many people seemingly on the left when you get online you just try and have a conversation with them and it's just doesn't want to go nowhere at all um this was the other controversy uh disney introduces co uh cobra bubbles replacement in live action lilo and stitch I'm not surprised. Um, look at that one, man. I mean, someone, the best thing that I saw is there was a video of someone being like, Ving Rhames is still alive. Like, why is he not playing this role? He was literally born to play this role. He looks exactly like Mr. Bubbles. Little, maybe He's maybe a little older, but that's not necessarily a big deal. So they gender swapped him. Uh-huh. Oh. They're changing a few things because... I don't know, but like, look at this. Okay, so I, you guys can probably see this. Here are bring back Mr. Bubble. <laughs> um, here are your two heroines for the movie. They are lighter skinned in this picture. Now I don't know if this has been. You never know with stuff on the internet now, but like, are they? Oh man, hang on, man. I almost, I almost have to like. I didn't. Lilo and Stitch was a little bit out of my Disney um, watching days, because she looks a little darker here in this photo, but then in, in this photo they look a little lighter. She looks a little closer to um, the girl who's gonna play her. Yeah. Uh, unlike this one, which is so goofy that they're doing this. I mean, it's just gonna be another failure, man. They cannot Disney. Yeah. Disney. They can't help themselves. Yeah. Disney doesn't like money. No, no creativity at all 
It makes Stitch very upset. <laughs> I'm just kind of... <laughs> like one that... Uh, oh, I, back in the day, I used to enjoy... Um, uh, what is it? Uh, not doing... Oh, what's it called? Mimicking people's yeah. voices and everything like that. And that's one I really, really enjoyed. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. Just all this needless drama and needless things to where wow. it's just agenda driven and you know it's the un- writing's on the wall but speaking yeah. of writing being on the wall guess what was a major failure that apparently everyone but jen Salky is acknowledging uh the lord of the rings oh the rings poo poo yeah yeah the lord of the rings you're never the rings of never getting time back um, freaking, uh, what was it? Domestically, only thirty-seven percent of people finished the Rings of Pooh, and then internationally, it was only forty-five percent. And according to George the Giant Slayer, I Ooh. haven't verified this, but he was talking about uh, that uh, Netflix typically cans a show if it doesn't get fifty-one percent or fifty-two percent. Um, you know, retains fifty-one to fifty-two percent of viewers. Yeah. Which, I mean, that tends to make sense. I can see that. Again, I haven't verified that, but just going off of George's word, um, that seems plausible because we all know how Netflix likes to cancel shows. But, again, that's not the end-all, be-all with things. I mean, you know, season two could come around and, you know, maybe there's a blue moon and everyone hits their head and gets a grade three concussion and is like, I really want to watch season two, The Rings of Power. (laughs) Well, you Um, know, well, we definitely have concussions then (laughs) because... Dude, I'm just like it's that uh, you know the the meme of the guy that comes out from behind the tree and he's like rubbing his hands together. It's like me waiting yeah. for season two of that show. Dude, like, okay, yeah, okay, it's so good for us. Let's let's do this because this just came to mind. Um, just prediction wise, do you think that it, when before season two comes out, so like that, let's say not the like the the nine ish month lead up if we get that much of a lead up so whenever the material and stuff really starts coming out for it and yep. then up to let's say two weeks after because that's my prediction for how the lifespan of this show is gonna do, go as far as like once it's finally done I don't even know if that's I I might be being too generous man because I feel like that show ended and it just the the conversation about it dropped off a cliff and a lot of the people who were coming at us when that show was coming like as that show was coming out they started to get significantly more silent as the show continued <laughs> to go on you know we get to those last like two or three episodes nobody wanted to talk about it anymore and i'd be curious if like uh new better do better and some of the other people that went to that screening early on if they're going to continue, and I'm just going to say it this way, continue lying about the quality of that show. Mm. Because they're either delusional or they were lying to their audiences. I don't I don't think there's an in-between. Be, I'll say this. I'll say this. You can be more generous if you want. I'm going to be more generous. It, again, rose-colored glasses are a thing. Yeah. If you would have, I mean, if you... Like and Hobbit movies way better than the show, but I mean, you know how much I still man for Hobbit for a while, yeah. Until I started really getting more into thinking about it, um, and kind of growing in my maturity when it comes to 
you know, just not mindlessly watching stuff. Yeah. Um, and again, not necessarily when I say mindlessly that I watched everything mindlessly, but things would really have to stand out for me before in the past to really were, notice. Yeah, oh, you just that weren't really quite, make sense. Yeah, it's like not paying quite as much attention to the details of a story or character arcs, that kind yes. of thing. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. But as far as season two is concerned, to answer your question, yeah. it's going to absolutely suck. I've been paying attention <laughs> to what's been going on behind the scenes, yeah. and let me just tell you, Amazon has oh, doubled down. I'm excited about it, man, and I know Amazon <laughs> has. some new characters they've added? Yeah. Like the, the Sildur's apparently love interest in the show. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh man, I hope just, it, I hope his sister oh, gets more screen Amazon. time. Yeah, and then Amazon's getting <laughs> sued by. Uh, there's this dude that created a fan fiction book. Um, oh, I heard based off of the Return of the King, and they're getting sued along with the Tolkien estate. I'm like, dude, why would you want to be associated with that show? Um, but he's probably definitely gonna definitely gonna lose. But it's so funny that you know Amazon's fan fiction is getting sued by someone else uh, alleging that Amazon stole their fan fiction. Oh no. Bad fan fiction. Dude. I don't know why you yeah, you like come out and you're like they stole the plot to my my book that is based on like Lord of the Rings type stuff and you're like bro, I don't think you should have told anybody that. And like, when I, I say it's based on David, I mean he just directly takes from Tolkien. Oh. Like you can give read chapter one online. It's pretty pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> way, way to go there, Demetrius. Way to come yeah. up with a creative story. Well, so do you think that? Do you think we'll have as much pushback? Oh do, yeah. Like, do you think that, that there'll still be people standing for season two when it comes out? Hey, listen. It, this is my thing. If someone enjoys season one, that's fine. Let's talk about you can again. You can enjoy something and also recognize that it's bad. I enjoy the Hobbit films still to this day, but I recognize, man, there's a lot of yeah, bad. Yeah, you in can. That. Yeah, it's a. You know, I like this. It, it does something for me. I know it's not that great. There, yeah, dude, yes. I've got plenty of. There's plenty of movies that I like. Like we were talking about the original. Now I haven't seen it in like ten or fifteen years. But we were um, before the show. We were talking about. Uh, the original Mario movie that came out back in like the nineties and yep. it, it definitely isn't remembered as, you know, a great piece of cinema, but like I have nostalgia for it. Like I, we're going to go back and watch it. And, um, you know, I enjoyed it growing up and, you know, there's always that part of you that's like, I know certain things aren't great, but there's just something about this that speaks to me personally. And that's fine. But what, yep. uh, like what I was talking about is, are we going to have essentially like part two of uh, the super fans, the the group yes. of influencers who flew out and were treated like pampered and basically given an all pay like a paid vacation to London to watch some I I assume just you know few minute scenes from the show and for whatever reason decided that they were going to tell everyone that they had nothing to worry about with the show. Like, do you think we're going to have all of that again and all these people coming, all of, potentially these same people coming out again being like, oh, yeah, it's going to it's gonna be amazing. And, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think so. I think this is my thing. I'm not going to name anyone by name. There are some people 
that I listen to who cover Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That have either backtracked or that I've utilized on Twitter um, to see kind of what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way. I'm thinking in the back of my head. There's no way they're not getting paid by Amazon, or they have some type of maybe oh, they're not getting direct with some yeah. kind of. There's something there to where well, they're they're still manning too hard for the show. It's like you have to be able to see what's wrong with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah. there's some people who are just die hard for. It. And I, you know, again, you know, we all have that. We could all have that thing. But in this situation, when it comes to these specific people, it's like there's got to be something, something more to it than just. Uh, than just you still manning for something that you're enjoying. Yeah. Especially when I've seen other breakdowns from these people. And I, I, uh, I don't even, dude, honestly, I don't even know if you can call it steel manning because it's, they're, they either don't have arguments for the show. Like, okay, let's just go back to the drama with Do Better. Mm-hmm. I, if I remember correctly, he didn't have any good arguments for why it was good all of his reviews and these things were like hey this thing that it was referenced to something that i like from the source material was just referenced and that's cool therefore good yep and it's and, a lot of the rings of power his arguments and a lot of other people's arguments were oh well they mention um uh, Andrew Will in the show, or they mentioned this lore fact, but they didn't actually show anything from the lore. Yeah, it's and just they mentioned this thing. The, yep, yeah. they're changing these fundamental elements to Tolkien. It's different from what Peter Jackson did. Peter Jackson wasn't changing the fundamental elements. The big plot points still happened. The smaller plot points, for the most part, also still happened. Characters there had to be things, removed. Yeah. Yep, there are things that he changed due to the medium, and we can... We can argue about that. That's totally different from what the Rings of Power did. Right, because, and this was the problem with trying to interact with some of those guys, is because I would want to be like, all right, what I'm telling you is that the story sucks, like the script fundamentally sucks, that the characters are one-dimensional for the most part, um... And you're going, well, debate me about the lore. And I'm like, this, we're not having the same conversation. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. The debate and part about, debate me, bro. Like, dude, we don't want to debate. I don't want to debate you. I'm, I'm I don't sure. mind having a conversation. We can talk, but yeah. it's, nobody tunes into us to have a debate. Yeah. Then no one's going to find that interesting. They're going to be annoyed more than likely. And at the same time, I don't really care if you know more things about Tolkien than I do. That doesn't necessarily mean you're right. Yeah, you it's can like, still sure. be wrong on something. Most people could uh, run circles around me with Lord of the Rings lore. I, I don't necessarily care. What I, w- w- the biggest thing with the Lord of the Rings show for me was like, all right, is it a good story? You know, like fundamentally, yeah. like this is something you and I have talked about for what we do um, on this show, is that it's about story the writing the characters what is essentially being presented to us now right. one of the nice things about the lord of the rings stuff is that you do know a lot 
and that yep. I was able to fall back on you for certain things where you'd be like, yeah, they totally are messing with this. Or if I was like, hey, is 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 the the line the C is always right? Like, is that actually it? Like, and and I and I, I, one of the things I liked about the conversation, yeah, definitely wrote that. Yeah, and I would tell you, I'd be like, listen, like is this from something like in the hopes that you would be like, no, it's not. It's totally made up because it's like, would he have written something like that? It's like, it doesn't seem like something Tolkien would write. Uh, Tolkien would have written or Christopher Tolkien would have written Peter Jackson, uh, an I'm sorry letter uh, for criticizing um, his movies and not enjoying them from what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, if he had watched the rings of power, cause that's just, I mean, and, and that's the thing in, in my mind, it's, and I think you and I talk about this a lot. It's if we can see this, how come this person can't when they're supposed to be a quote unquote scholar of Tolkien or expert, right? Yeah, they all, all of them were like, like I'm, an, I'm a Tolkien expert. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, if you know all these, you want to debate me and you know, you're confident you know all these different, you know, Tolkien more than I do, then how am I able to see this and you're not? Exactly. Because and... we both know what I'm saying is true. Well, that's, dude, that's why I was telling you before. It's like they're. They're either delusional or they're lying. I honestly, I don't, I don't think there's an in between. And if I, if I'm being as harsh as I can be, I would tell you most of them are just they were just lying. Mm. That you, the reason you were seeing a lot of people backtrack, the reason you were seeing a lot of people just they stopped talking about it. You know, we got uh, blocked, um, in a couple instances is because the, a lot of those creators realized that they backed the wrong horse. Um, yeah, and I think we got blocked specifically from one person because um, I remember saying during the live stream when they had came at us and we were breaking down their argument, Yeah, um, the person made a statement to their audience that now they're not racist and all this stuff. And I brought up, well, well, what does race have to do with anything? Yeah. You brought, you brought that up because we're white and you don't want your audience to come at us. And you know, we're making this, you don't want your audience to think we're making this, uh, making these points and these arguments because we're white and we're racist and we hate, you know, this race or whatnot. And that's just, it was after that point that we got blocked Uh and it's, you know, I, I typically try and be as, uh, generous as possible with people. Uh, I was born at night, but I wasn't born last <laughs> night. And so right. when you're going to make an argument, you know, and that goes for me too. We've all messed up. We've all had instances. I've been fine talking it out with him. I, I don't like the fact that he, you know, blocked. I don't want people to block me. I'd rather talk and everything. I don't hate anybody. I don't dislike this person or anything like that. Yeah. Um, there's actually quite a few videos of them that I've liked and commented on. I, I don't know if I commented on. I think I liked, but I want to say I commented on at least one. Um, but yeah, when you're going to make something like that, yeah, again, well, I, th- I don't think this person is a racist. No, I, I was just saying that was just a, it can be perceived that way. Cause why, why else would you have to, um, make a statement like that? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. as soon I, and here's the thing, man, as soon as someone came at us, right. Cause like we typically, I typically just ignore most of that stuff. Right. Yeah. You and I both do. That was a situation, well, first of all, I think it was our first live stream. He basically handed me the ball and gave me a boost up to the net to just drop the ball in the net. Um, Because 
when push comes to shove, it's like, all right, you're going to essentially lie to your audience about about what, us, about what, us, we, what we were saying. You, you, he clearly didn't do research on the whole video, which we have told him in the past, hey, these are clips from a full thing. He still decided to take that, take us out of context, and then when we spent the next, what, hour and a half basically breaking that down... Because we had so he many was people like, commenting on our stuff, yeah. calling us this and that, saying like saying the exact same stuff he did. And I was yeah. like, guys, you're not listening they, to anything. No, they were just his mouthpieces to come over yeah. and, and do that. Um, and so it was like, all right. It was like, fine. It's like, you wanted to start this. We will end it. Yep. And that's what we did. And then he blocked us. So for, I'm the gird up your loins and be a man. And and that was it. And it's like, hey, this is just this is the way we do things. It's like, I don't like debates because I think people talk over each other too much. So it's like, fine. It's it's like you you want um our reaction to what you did. We're going to give you a lengthy in detail analysis, not only of what you said, but the context behind what we were talking about so that there is no misunderstanding in that. And to be honest, man, I would be willing to do that with like anything that we've ever said. And if it was something that we misspoke or wasn't correct, then it'll be like, yeah, you know what? In hindsight, or now that you've brought this up, like you are right, like that we were incorrect in the way we said this or, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we've corrected ourselves yeah. and we've apologized before. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's going to, and it's going to happen again, but it's again, it's the, the seeming, uh, heart desire behind wanting to debate it's different if someone's right. disagreeing with us and again everybody can be passionate <laughs> well, that's fine there's nothing wrong yeah. with passion but then being like <laughs> but and then being like hey i'd like to come on debate and stuff like that and then when we're like well we don't really do debates but if we would like to have a conversation sure, and if talk. you want to come on and have a conversation we can talk sure and you know something like that it never came it, it never came across that yeah, way bro, again I, I whether know. if he meant it to to do that or not uh but it just for the most part, never seem to come across um, that way. Uh, you and I both know how the monetize your haters things work. It's like we're not going on your platform so that you can have like, you know, your like your minions. And we're not going to talk to know. anyone who's demanding stuff from us. Oh, like, yeah. Dude. Stream right no now. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Come debate me right now. It's like, bro, I got work in the morning. <laughs> I'm laying in bed with my wife. No. My wife is way better than you are. And it's like. You know, when and when that was originally said, I thought like uh, the assumption in the back of my mind when I replied was like, yeah, you know, that's fine. We can do a live stream. I thought they were talking about, uh, you know, scheduling yeah, one. Right. Which is what we do. Um, And I was going to say, because like we've had like uh, we had technically Mexican on and he likes uh, The Force Awakens to some degree. I, now, I don't know where he stands now after he and I, like we talked about it a little bit. Like he might still, you know, like it. Maybe he's he'd be willing to admit that it's not a very good movie at the very least, but um, we can have people we on. Be- and he and he and he said it, and I was like, yeah, man. I was like, I disagree. I was like, I think the movie sucks. Uh, I think it's like a really terrible, uh, you know, follow up to the original trilogy. I was like, but I don't hate you. I don't. I'm I'm not gonna like. Yeah. Call, Let's talk about it. What yeah, do you like about it? Yeah. Oh, and this it, is what I think about. It. We had a great conversation with him. Yeah, and and I, it, it's a situation where it's like that. That movie's kind of old in my mind at this point. So like, I first of all, I really don't want to watch it again. Um, I, yeah, I don't. I, I don't necessarily have a a desire to do that. I still have to beat The Last of Us Part Two so that 
I can finish my notes on that for when that becomes a thing again. Uh, but yeah, there's it, it, it. It's just not necessarily worth it to me. Um, yeah. But if you know you come at us in the way that like Do Better did, we're going to take the video. We're going to take the time to go through all of your points very slowly. We'll probably even tell you and and where the link is and be like, hey man. Have at it. Would you like to respond now? Yep. Um, and a lot of the time, people won't because what they're looking for is those quick hits or to put people out of context so that they can um, get some easy like internet points with their crowd. Yep. And I think what helps us out is when we used to have our social episode, one of the things we enjoy doing is whenever there is a big raw about something or someone specifically, we'd like to humanize them um, and, and try and understand them and not just... Uh, go ham on them. Uh, uh, now we weren't perfect at that by any stretch of the imagination. That was something we, you know, we tried to be intentional about. For and what? So sorry, I was reading the chat. Uh, what were you talking about? No, you're fine. Uh, talking about humanizing people. Oh sure. And coming from that standpoint. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, uh, it's not looking good for the rings of how. No, and I'm just, I'm so curious, dude. I'm so curious about. It. I know. I, I, it's it just, like so mm. interesting to see how bad it's gonna be. I'm like, I hope it's good. I don't don't get me wrong. I hope it's a 360 amazing season two. <laughs> go. Yeah, um, I just, dude, I doubt it. I just think I they're doubling down. Doubt I, that, yeah. I think that that the people running that show at this point are just burning it to the ground. They're gonna do whatever they want. They're gonna. I mean, I could. I. Dude, 37% of people dude. didn't finish it. The Lord of the Rings, a billion dollar show Season that had two. a ton of marketing. Yeah. I, I'm going to be curious if we see a massive drop in quality. Well, you know they said, oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I Just like visually happen. and... Because, I mean, yeah, the show made, still looked I mean, bad in a lot. Yeah. This is Jennifer Stock's baby. You know, she canceled Conan, the Conan show, for this. Honestly, I'm fine with that. I, they, oh. they don't need to touch Conan. We are. And we so, don't live in a world where they can properly adapt that. Yeah. Well, uh, clearly we live in a world where they can't properly adapt Lord of the Rings content either. I mean, at least as of right now. Um, so. I was hearing uh, kind of like the the re- the the research put into Conan the Conan show before it was canceled. Apparently, um, it wasn't. It was going to be something that was good, but you know who who knows about uh, that. Yeah, uh, I just previous, it was yeah. the previous uh, the previous head. Whatever vice president that Jen Salky is, she's what the vice Salk, um, the vice president of Amazon Studios or whatnot. The pre the dude that was in that previously was the one who got the rights for the Rings of Power or the Lord of the Rings and and all that stuff. So uh, she didn't even do that. Um, and he was the one that was it was you know going to be a non woke show, but in, but right when uh, just to put it in simple terms, um, I know we don't really like using that word, but I'm just trying to be simple. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but once Jennifer Salk took over, that's when it kind of went more to kind of agenda-driven type deal and things started changing. And so, yeah, things aren't looking good on the horizon. But guess what? I got some breaking news. Okay. A couple of breaking news. Um, They're making a TV adaptation of your favorite movies uh, and favorite book series, Twilight. Um, Oh, no. Did we not learn our lesson? I mean, I know the movies made like – a bajillion dollars at the time. Like I think yeah. they were incredibly popular, but and then it is confirmed they're doing <sighs> a Harry Potter TV series. Yeah, as it's going to be seven. 
I don't know if we've talked about it on here yet, uh, but it's going to be seven seasons, probably going to be in 10. And then the Witcher season three trailer drops tomorrow. Oh, shoot. And it's already getting. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, A couple things with those. Uh, Twilight. Who cares? Harry Potter. Um, none. A lot of the original cast doesn't want anything to do with it because my bigot. Oh yeah, of course. Um, Except for also, the guy that played Draco. Way to yeah, go. Yeah, apparently he wants to come back and play uh, his father. Yes. Which I'd be totally down he, for. He uh, stuck up for J.K. Rowling too, and I think you know, and he wasn't the he, only. Oh, he's one like there. No, he's like he kind of normal <laughs> is what yeah. you're telling me. He's like. Guys, yeah. what what are you talking, dude? That whole situation. Too, as well, a guy yeah. that plays Voldemort. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, I think he then, wants to come back and play Voldemort too, which would be cool for him to reprise oh, his role. Awesome. Um, yeah. I'd be, I'd be but totally then Harry Potter, what's his name? Daniel. Who cares? Radcliffe and, then, and Emma yeah, Watson. Yeah. And I did. Rupert Grant. I don't know. I can't remember. I know the other two did. I I'm not sure about him. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I would I would love a more faithful adaptation. I mean, despite my problems with that series, I would be totally down to watch it. Now, I do hope that they don't decide to go down any ideological roads with the casting of characters um, and, you know, that whole deal. Yeah. But, well, you know. but if they want to do seven seasons, one for each of the book, or, you know, more if they decide to split certain... Um, seasons up which I don't know if they should do I think they should find a way to do like 10 episodes seven seasons and just do that Um, I think that's a really solid way to do it you don't have to mess with a lot of extra stuff or like stop in the middle of a book you know that whole deal Um, that's pretty good Uh, what was the other news was there there something else that you had said Witcher 3 oh Witcher great well we'll review the Witcher 3 y'all look forward to that Um, it'll be probably the last time we talk about uh, the show other than I not I, watching season four. when season four comes out i will dip my toe into the water to see what's going on and report back about it and that'll probably be about it well uh, you can let me know yeah i doubt i'll watch the entire thing um if it even gets made man honestly at, at this point yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if they just decide to can it after season three um yep. that's pretty typical for for netflix uh, I thought there was something else. Oh, and just to let everyone know, the Rings of Power, I want to say this again, they're contract contractually obligated to do five seasons. So, good luck with that. Yeah. Um, that quality is going to drop hard season to season. I th- Especially with Warner Brothers. I mean, talking about making a good move, coming like coming back and doing uh, the Lord of the Rings stuff when Amazon doing all this marketing for you, getting Tolkien's name out there. Uh, and then hopefully if they can be faithful because uh, what's his name? Uh, Frodo Baggins. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Uh, he, you know, he had come out and kind of still man for the Rings of Power show. And then he. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, when Warner, when Warner Brothers was... Y'all don't like this because of racism. He, like, okay, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and then when Warner Brothers dropped that they were doing it, he was like, well, I hope it's not just about the money, but it's about the art and, and that they're, uh, you know, respectful of Tolkien and stuff. I'm like, which is it, buddy? Which is it? <laughs> Come on, and it wasn't just him. It was uh, the guy that plays Sam. Sam, yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, Mary and Pippin. Yeah, there. I'm, well, we talked about it when that happened. I guarantee you, they got paid. 
Oh yeah. It was yeah, like a paid have. promotion thing. Like they probably did. It's like, hey, we want you to promote the show. And hey, did you know? And here's what's what probably happens. I guarantee you, a lot of them weren't paying attention to anything that was going on. And someone who's part of the marketing department or whoever got to them and was like, hey, there's a lot of uh, racist backlash against this show. And they're probably like, oh, really? Like they probably have no idea. Yeah. You know, um, it was all just coming from Jenna too. Yeah, which was weird. And it's like it's just one person. Yeah, and so it uh, it's one of those situations where they were like. Well, hey, do this ad for us, and we we have these T-shirts, and you know it, it, the whole thing's fake, man. I mean, that's the thing that we we have tried to get across to a lot of people, and of course, like our audience knows this, but Hollywood is fake. Everything that happens in Hollywood is fake. Yep. Uh, marketing is fake. You know, obviously, movies are fake, but like the whole like the like relationships that people have in that industry, a lot of the stuff that's going on, the a lot of the stuff that was even surrounding the like Me Too movement, a lot of that was fake. Not fake in the sense that that stuff didn't happen, but just in the sense of like people actually caring about the situations that are happening. A lot of them knew or were, yeah, they were involved and they were like, well, if I throw this person on under the bus, I'll probably get away with it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that's that industry. Uh, it's, yeah. you know, one of the reasons Probably. why we rail against it all the time and are shocked when people are like, why are you being so mean to people who make six figures every year? You know what I mean? It's just, it's yeah. it's all backwards, dude. But yeah, that's pretty much all I, the news. Yeah, I, I don't think there was... Mandalorian sucks. Um, uh, I've just been watching EFAP's reactions okay. to it, which has been really good. Uh, I'm not surprised. That... Yeah, man. Uh, oh, Indiana Jones still looks terrible. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, not surprising, though. It's made by Disney. I will be... Um, Little Mermaid. We were talking about live actions, by the way. I just don't understand the appeal because the animation just looks so bad. Yeah. And that's the main thing. It's like, who cares about the other stuff? When I, I saw the Little Mermaid trailer, I just couldn't help pay attention. I was just mainly just focused on the animation, I, and it just looks... Yeah terrible listen this will probably make someone out on the internet upset but i'm a 30 year old male i have no interest in the little mermaid i mean me too i I, i'm not gonna put the effort and the like i i just i I don't care i don't care about the little mermaid like i i can't even be bothered to pretend or like put effort forward to be like oh it's a travesty it's like dude i just I, I don't care. <laughs> I safe, really don't. It's a safe place. You can tell us how you really uh, Yeah, I know, right? Um, that's Yeah, that's really it, guys. Uh, hopefully, I'll be doing some more game streams soon. Uh, I have quite a bit of editing of other things I have to get done. And then this will just go up as like a special podcast episode um, and something that Joseph can pull clips from. And hopefully next week we'll be getting back to our normal podcasting stuff. Uh, and I still actually have to put our previous episode up on podcast services because I haven't done it yet. Because um, life has just been kind of all over the place. Um, Mario next week, I think we're going to try to do... We're definitely talking about the new one. And we're going to try to double up and also talk about the one from the 90s. Uh, yes, we're going to try to whatever way that ends up looking like um it'll probably end up just being like 
well, here's a lot of the stuff. Oh, we can contrast that with the old movie, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Looking forward to that. Uh, yep. I think that's it, man. I think we've covered just yep. about everything from the past couple of weeks in about an hour and a half, so not bad. Not uh, bad at all. We appreciate everyone who tuned in, and Tyler Daniels is the producer for this episode. Um, we do a value-for-value system here, which, as most of y'all know, means that whatever value you think and feel you're getting from uh, our podcast episodes, from our clips, everything that we do, you can donate in the form of your time, talent, and treasure. Just click the direct, the direct.me link, and there you'll find links to all of our social media, to our PayPal, and if you make a donation, whether if it's a one-time donation or cumulative donation of $100 or, or $99 or less, then you are automatically a producer. If it's above that, then you are an associate producer and everything above $200 gives you an... A, no, you're an assistant. <laughs> no, right, you're it? right, associate. Yeah, I was right, yeah, associate yeah. producer. And then if... Uh, donations over $200 give you the executive yeah. producer I know, it's credit. been a few weeks. And these are legit credits you can put on your resume that can go on IMDb, and we will vouch for them. Um, and then also, you know, that's not just money. If you, uh, you will get credited if you do any artwork, editing, any, any type of talent and the time um, that you have that you want to donate to help grow our platform, we appreciate it and we will credit you for it. Uh, that's the goal here is to create a community uh, to where we can all benefit from one another. And the more donations that come in, the more value we get in return, the better value you will receive. <laughs> and no, you cannot be a producer with watch time, but we do. Th we are thankful for those of you who freeload. <laughs> watch time, that's great. Oh, man. Um. All right, I, I think that's pretty. Yeah, uh, Marvel's trailer looks terrible. We didn't mention that, but it does look terrible. Oh yeah, um, and uh, lots of anime is still great. I've been catching up on a bunch of stuff that uh, I hadn't been able to to like really sit down and watch for a while. Um, honestly, man, like there are some great stories coming out of Japan, uh, and it's really frustrating that we're not getting that from like over here that they, they just like cannot figure it out. Yeah. Um, and yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this special episode or watching this special episode of the underground. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, probably with more of a regularly like, put together show this was a little bit different but still honestly man this is kind of nice <laughs> like just hmm what are we what's going on you know and, and just like hey let's talk about this let's talk about that yeah i like i like it um until huh yes we we have a new uh theme song for our show that will be debuting next week that i sent david right before the show <laughs> i'll probably put it as the uh, uh like a, a on the podcast when i put it up as a podcast episode i'll put that up there okay uh, as like Great. a little clip in the wait. front of it yeah, yeah yeah um all right well until next time y'all take it easy see ya